European Heart Journal, Issue at a Glance, Volume 40, Issue 38, Focus Issue, Tavi, by Editor-in-Chief Professor Thomas Lucia, read to you by Morgan Bryan. Tavi is on the move, how it compares to surgery and what complications we still have to consider. Aortic stenosis is one of the most common valvular conditions in Western countries and is steadily increasing with the aging population in this part of the world. Surgical valve replacement became available in the 1950s, initially with mechanical and later with biological valves. Due to the risk of surgery, particularly in the elderly and frail, as well as in multimorbid individuals, the condition was undertreated. This changed with the introduction of transcatheter aortic valve implantation, or TAVI, a novel procedure that is increasingly used both in the US and Europe. At first, only inoperable patients were considered for the new procedure then high-risk, intermediate-risk, and now even lower-risk patients. And development is consistently moving forward. It's conceivable that in the near future, the majority of such patients will undergo TAVI rather than surgery. However, TAVI has to pass the test. The current situation is described in the fast-track manuscript entitled Transcatheter Aortic Valve Implantation versus Surgical Aortic Valve Replacement for Treatment of Symptomatic Severe Aortic Stenosis an updated meta-analysis by Stefan Windecker and colleagues from the University Hospital Bern in Switzerland. They extracted seven randomized trials with 8,020 patients, interventions and outcomes following predefined criteria, with all-cause mortality up to two years as the primary outcome. The combined mean STS score in the TAVI arm was 9.4%, 5.1% and 2.0% for high, intermediate and low surgical risk trials, respectively. TAVI was associated with a significant reduction of all-cause mortality compared to surgical aortic valve replacement, with a hazard ratio of 0.88, an effect that was consistent across the entire spectrum of surgical risk and irrespective of the type of the TAVI valve system. TAVI resulted in lower risk of strokes, with a hazard ratio of 0.81, while surgery was associated with a lower risk of major vascular complications and permanent pacemaker implantation with a hazard ratio of 2.27. Thus, compared with surgery, TAVI is associated with a reduction in all-cause mortality and stroke up to two years irrespective of baseline surgical risk and type of TAVI system. These impressive results are put into clinical context in a thoughtful editorial by John Webb from St. Paul's Hospital in Vancouver, Canada. As with surgery, TAVI is not without complication. Besides valvular complications, paravalvular leaks and pacemaker requirement, in particular aortic rupture, ventricular perforation and periprocedural TAVI valve embolization and migration are rare, but potentially devastating when they take place. In their article, Incident and Outcome of Periprocedural Transcatheter Heart Valve Embolization and Migration, the Travel Registry, Transcatheter, Heart, Valve, Embolization and Migration, Wan Kyun Kim and colleagues from the Kirchhoff Heart Center in Bad Nauheim, Germany, assessed the incident, causes and outcome of this complication in a large multicenter cohort. Periprocedural TAVI valve embolization and migration occurred in 0.92% of the 29,636 TAVI procedures, of which 217 were to the ascending aorta, and 56 to the left ventricle. The use of self-expanding or first-generation prosthesis and the presence of a bicuspid aortic valve were independent predictors of TAVI embolization and migration. 
Bailout measures included repositioning attempts using snares and miscellaneous tools in 41%, multiple valve implantations in 83%, and conversion to surgery in 19%. In a propensity match cohort, all-cause mortality was higher in TAVI embolization and migration patients than those without it at 30 days, 18.6% versus 4.9%, and at one year, 30.5% versus 16.6%. Major stroke was four times as frequent in TAVI embolization and migration at 30 days, but not at one year. The need for emergent cardiopulmonary support, major stroke at 30 days, and acute kidney injury, stage 2 and 3, increased the risk of one-year mortality, whereas a better renal function at baseline was protective. Thus, TAVI embolization and migration occurs in approximately 1% and is associated with increased morbidity and mortality, a finding that is further discussed in an editorial by Ronald Binder from the University Teaching Hospital Klinikum in Wels Griechhergen in Wels, Austria. Another common and important complication of TAVI is acute kidney injury due to the use of contrast medium, among other factors. It is associated with an increased risk for short and long-term mortality. In patients undergoing percutaneous coronary intervention, or PCI, Forced diuresis and matched hydration reduces the incidence of acute kidney injury by approximately 50%. However, not much is known about the usefulness of this intervention during TAVI. In their fast track, forced diuresis with matched hydration during transcatheter aortic valve implantation for reducing acute kidney injury, a randomized sham control study, REDUCE AKI, Yaron Arbel et al. from the Tel Aviv Medical Center in Israel, evaluated whether forced diuresis with matched intravenous hydration reduces acute kidney injury in patients undergoing TAVI. Reduce AKI was a single-centre prospective randomised double-blind sham control clinical trial designed to examine the effect of an automated matched saline infusion with urine output for the prevention of acute kidney injury in 136 patients undergoing TAVI. The rate of acute kidney injury was not different between groups. There was an increase in long-term mortality in the active group, 27.9% versus 13.2%. Therefore, the study was terminated prematurely. Unlike in PCI, forced diuresis with matched hydration does not prevent acute kidney injury in patients undergoing TAVI and might be associated with increased long-term mortality. Future studies should focus on understanding the mechanisms behind these findings, as further explored in an insightful editorial by George Bakaris from the Rush Presbyterian St. Luke's Medical Center in Chicago, Illinois, USA. Another structural percutaneous cardiac procedure is device closure of a patent foramen ovale, or PFO. Catheter-based PFO closure has been shown to reduce the incidence of cryptogenic stroke and may even ameliorate migraine. In his issue, Christian Pristipino and colleagues from the EAPCI Scientific Documents and Initiatives Committee provides the positioning statement, European Position Paper on the Management of Patients with Patent Foramen Ovale, General Approach and Left Circulation Thromboembolism. They note that the presence of a PFO is implicated in the pathogenesis of a number of medical conditions. However, in spite of convincing randomized trials, the subject remains controversial and no official statement has been published. This interdisciplinary paper, prepared with the involvement of eight European scientific societies, 
reviews the available trial evidence in a balanced fashion and defines the principles guiding decision-making in patients with PFO. Finally, this issue is complemented by various discussion forum contributions. In a first one entitled Perspective on the Treatment of Functional Mitral Regurgitation Using the Cardioband System, David Masika Zaitun from the University of Ottawa Heart Institute in Ontario, Canada and colleagues comment on an editorial about one of their papers by Yaron Shapira from the Rabin Medical Center Bylinson Hospital in Petah Tikva, Israel. In a further contribution, Differential Effects of Training on Telomerase Activity and Telomere Length, the Role of MicroRNAs Regulation, Salvatore Patane from the Cardiologia Ospitale San Vincenzo Taumina Hacienda Sanitaria Provinciale de Messina in Italy, comment on the recently published article Differential Effects of Endurance, Interval and Resistance Training on Telomerase Activity and Telomere Length in a Randomized Control Study by Christian Werner and colleagues from the Universitätsklinikum des Saarlandes in Homburg, Germany. Dr. David Jiménez-Pavon and colleagues from the Universidad de Cadiz in Puerto Real in Andalusia in Spain also discussed the article by Werner et al. in their contribution Are changes in telomerase activity and telomere length due to differential exercise modalities, intensities or methods intermittency? Werner et al. respond to their contribution to Patane and Jiménez-Pavon in one response. In a further discussion forum, Air Pollution versus Tobacco Smoking, Philippe Girard and colleagues from the Institut Mutualiste Mont-Suisse in Paris, France, comment on the recently published article Cardiovascular Disease Burden from Ambient Air Pollution in Europe Reassessed Using Novel Hazard Ratio Functions by Thomas Munzel and colleagues from the Johannes Gutenberg Universitat in Mainz, Germany. Munzel et al. respond in a separate comment. In another contribution, can results of meta-analysis with high heterogeneity provide any predictive values? Yi Feng and colleagues from the Peking University People's Hospital in Beijing, China, comment on a recently published contribution entitled A Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis of the Prevalence of Left Ventricular Non-Compaction in Adults by Chris Samsarian and colleagues from the Royal Prince Alfred Hospital in Camperdown, Australia. Chris Samsarian et al. respond to the contribution in a separate contribution. Finally, in a discussion forum entitled The Role of Sleep Disorders Breathing Treatment as a Modifiable Condition for Cardiovascular Risk-Associated Hypertension, Olga Mediano and colleagues from the Hospital Universitario de Guadalajara in Spain comment on the recent contribution entitled A Sleep Blood Pressure, Significant Prognostic Marker of Vascular Risk and Therapeutic Target for Prevention by Ramon Hermida and the Hygieia Project Investigators. Hermida and colleagues respond to Mediano in a separate contribution. The editors hope that this issue of the European Heart Journal will find the interest of its readers.